0: I would put myself down to bed in my tent, exhausted while the tribe continued to dance and tell stories well into the night. I was amazed. By this point I had developed a rudimentary instrument that could measure light content in people. I hooked it up to the members of the tribe and to my astonishment, every single member of the tribe had light in them. How is this possible? I asked them but no one could say. They shrugged and smiled. They didn't think there was anything special about themselves, and they certainly didn't comprehend what the measurements I had taken meant. But also staying with the tribe at this time was a Soviet anthropologist named Vasily Konisberg. Vasily was quiet and stern and rarely interacted with tribal members. He mostly just sat and smoked and observed. I didn't trust him much. I was worried he suspected I was an East German defector, that he might find a way to report me to his countrymen. But one night, he called me into his tent and said to me, Do you know how these people get light into their system?
1: Brendan, what was that you were listening to?
2: Nothing. Go back to sleep.
1: Come on, what is it? It's interesting.
2: It's a book uh, that I always listen to when I can't sleep and it comforts me.
1: What's it called?
2: It's called None of Your Goddamn Business, Go Back to Sleep.
1: Why are you so mean?
2: Lights of Love. Huh? That's the book, Lights of Love.
1: Oh, what's it about?
2: It's about light.
1: Like lamps in the sun?
2: No. Well, partially, but it's also about, um, like a gift that certain people have. And...
1: Do you have it? Like?
2: <laughs> Obviously, baby. I'm the most successful performance artist on the planet.
1: I know. That's why I fucked you.
2: Yeah, and now you need to get the fuck out of here. My therapist will be here any minute.
1: What do you need a therapist for?
2: Well, I don't, but I pay her for therapy sessions to show my gratitude. She's the one who told me that I have light. Her name's Dr. Rebecca Morris. She studied under the guy who wrote Lights of Love.
1: Does she fuck you too?
2: <laughs> yeah, I would. Now get out of here.
1: Will you call me? Probably not. You don't have any fucking light in you, asshole.
2: Yeah, whatever you say. Doctor Morrison begs to differ.
1: And you can't fuck worth a shit.
2: Yeah, I've heard that before.
1: Ugh, call me anyway.
2: <laughs> Bye. Come in.
1: Are you going to put some clothes on for this session, or is this going to be like all of our others?
2: I find that I best confess naked.
1: So, do you see this as confession, not therapy?
2: What's the difference, Dr. Morrison?
1: I like to think I give you more solutions than a priest would.
2: What do you know about priests, Doctor? You're a scientist.
1: So, are you getting all the sex you want?
2: Almost. Women love a famous and successful man.
1: Why do you think you're famous and successful, Brendan?
2: Because of all the fucking light in me, baby. Wouldn't you say the same?
1: I'm not certain.
2: You're not certain? You're not certain? You're the one who told me I had light content off the charts. That's gotta be it, right?
1: Your light content is off the charts, but no one actually knows what light is or does.
2: You're looking at it, mama. Why do you spend all your time talking about light and researching it if you have no clue what it does?
1: Other than the fucking, how are your personal relationships?
2: The only relationships I have are between me and the public and me and the pussy. I had other relationships, but, well, everyone has something they gotta go do.
1: What do they gotta do?
2: Well, Sam is off around the world researching past lives. And Dr. Miller, well, I guess he's hiding out from the nameless. But from what I know, the nameless don't even want to hurt him, and maybe he knows that now, too. Maybe he's hiding from me, his patient.
1: Why would he be hiding from you?
2: Because, like everyone else on this planet, he loves me too goddamn much, and it scares him.
1: You think I love you too much? Oh,
2: well, I hope that you do. But isn't our session over? I-, I got a lot of work to do.
1: We've only been talking for...
2: I'm giving you an extra hundred for this session, just because of how beautiful you are.
1: Brendan. I know you're experiencing extraordinary success, but you have to be careful.
2: Why? Because I might start thinking I won't need therapy sessions anymore? Come on, I do these for your sake.
1: No, because even a doctor won't be able to save you.
2: (sighs) That's corny as fuck, doctor. Hey, you, uh, you still got that boyfriend? I do. All right, then get out. I have an important phone call to make.
3: Joel Greenberg speaking.
2: Joel, it's your favorite client.
3: Brett Michaels.
2: Funny, Joel. It's Brendan.
3: Ah, Brendan. What can I do for you?
2: I've been surfing YouTube and all these videos are popping up of last month's performance where I did the thriller dance in the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge. And? I don't like it when others circulate videos of my performances.
3: I don't think you have any legal right to stop people from putting up their own videos of performances in public places.
2: I want my performances to be unique, once-in-a-lifetime events. I don't want them mechanically reproduced. I fucking hate mechanical reproduction. It devalues reality. I don't think there's anything I could do. Scare him with some cease and desist letters.
3: Okay, but I don't understand why you're being such a hard ass about this.
2: Of course you don't. You're not an artist, you're an attorney. A Jew attorney.
3: Guilty as charged. I didn't know you were anti-Semitic.
2: I'm not, I'm just in a bad mood.
3: Well, it's not like people are performing your work and passing it off as their own.
2: God forbid, I'd fucking kill them. Look, Joel, I don't want the videos out there. So make it stop, or I'll find another fucking lawyer. Find one. I can't provide
3: you proper counsel. Not with your soul in the condition it currently is in.
2: What's that supposed to fucking mean?
3: I'm just saying, check in with yourself, Brendan. You got a lot of success really fast. That could change someone.
2: What do you care, Joel?
3: I don't know, but I care. And I'm sure plenty of others do, too.
2: Who, Dr. Miller? He ran the fuck off. Sam? He's off chasing his own fucking dreams. They
3: both have good reasons for
2: what they're doing. Joel, you're a man of means as well as taste. Do you have a Phoenix Escort service you like? I don't feel like hunting down my own pussy tonight.
3: I'll text you a number, but consider what I told you about checking in.
2: And you send those cease and desist letters. I can't have videos of my performances out there where no one will bother attending. Then I'll no longer get commissions. Then I won't be able to pay your Jewish ass. Okay, Brendan.
0: What the fuck is this fucking shit?
2: Everyone's breaking my balls today. Okay, let me check my calendar. Maybe I have some meetings with some people that'll kiss my ass instead of bitching it.
0: Not good. I have my agent Murray coming in any minute now.
3: Come in.
4: Brendan, my boy, that was my favorite performance artist client. I'm fine, Murray, but I've
2: had a rough morning. What's the matter, my beautiful boy? some bullshit. Getting a little lip from some bimbo I fucked, then some static from my therapist, then some more from my attorney.
4: Poor baby, you don't deserve that shit. What you deserve is cold hard cash for brilliant fucking work. Thank you, Murray. So do you have brilliant fucking work for me? The Arcana Gallery wants a performance, and they're willing to part with five million.
2: Oh man, that's a payday. Yeah, I'm working on something, listen to this. I'm nude, and I run around the gallery, slapping my butt cheeks, screaming about apartheid. That sounds like a ten million dollar idea to me. <laughs> well then call them and see if you can get me more. Sure.
4: Now what are you going to wear for your interview with Luz Garcia?
2: No, I was just going to wear my bathrobe. Uh, you know I like to be comfortable in being interviewed. You nervous at all? No, I'm pumped. This woman was the harshest critic of my first performance. And now I have her eating out of the palm of my hand. She's raved about my last three performances. I think if I play my cards right, she'll even fuck me.
4: Be careful there. We don't need a Me Too scandal on our hands.
2: I transcend Me Too, Murray. If I get Me Too'd, I'd say, yeah, that's right, I tried to fuck her. I'm horny, who wouldn't? And then I'd be more powerful than before. The world likes a bad boy.
4: Maybe. Say, look, some guy left a message to you at the agency. He wants to get in touch with you.
0: Uh, who? Uh,
4: Calvin Shade. Oh, fuck, I know that name.
2: He used to run the Nameless Corporation. What's that? It's hard to explain, Murray. Did you read Lights of Love yet? Uh, not yet.
4: You know I'm not much of a reader.
2: Murray, read it. Or I'm gonna have to get a new agent.
4: Come on now, I'll read it, I'll read it. Okay. Did, did Shade say what he wanted? He didn't. He just said he wanted you to call him directly.
2: And well, what'd you tell him?
4: I told him if he had something to say, he could say it to me. And how did he respond to that? He gave me his number
2: and told me to have you call him and he hung up. Oh, that's weird. Well, look, Murray, give me that number. I'm going to call him right now before Luz Garcia shows
4: up. All right. I have a meeting across town in Glendale. Some 12-year-old Mexican banda singing prodigy named Martin Martinez.
2: Great name. Good luck, Murray. Good luck, Brendan. Okay, where'd I put my phone? Oh, here it is. Oh, nice. Greenberg texted me the number of the escort service. I'll have to call them if uh, Luz Garcia doesn't put out. Okay, I'm dialing Shade. This
5: is Calvin Shade.
2: Calvin! It's Brendan.
5: Thank you for calling me, Brendan. I called you because I'm curious. What do you need? I don't need anything. I wanted to warn you about something. I guess I care about you. You used to be my little project.
2: I've never been anyone's project.
5: I'm in Mexico right now. It's absolutely beautiful here. You would love it. So many friendly people, beautiful women, just a different kind of life. I've got a life here. Yes, well, I wanted to talk to you about that life.
2: Okay, whatever.
5: Have you ever heard of Narvis Merdío? No, who's that? It's not a who, it's a what. It's a concept Dr. Messerschmidt referenced, uh, referenced once when I was at the Christener Institute.
2: Uh, Sam, Sam told me you no longer believed in his teachings.
5: Well, that was true. I'd lost my faith in light and dark, and then I lost my muse Jennifer Chambers. I guess she still believed somehow. Hell, her whole self-image and entire self-esteem was probably propped up on the notion that she had dark in her.
2: I know who that Jennifer Chambers was. She gave me a dark pill and put me in the isolation chamber, crazy-ass bitch.
5: (sighs) But then I came to Mexico on a little soul-searching expedition trying to figure out what I believed in. And early one morning, as I was walking along the beach and a woman was grabbing some washed-up wood from the surf. Was she hot? Uh, oh, uh, no. Not hot, but she was still pleasant-looking, though middle-aged and round.
2: Did you smash?
5: <laughs> Listen to me, Brendan. I approached the woman and I asked her, what are you doing with that wood? She, she told me... She was going to take it back to her house. Her son was sick, and they were trying to keep the place warm. She was going to dry the wood inside to use it as firewood to keep the fire going. They needed a lot of wood because the level of heat they needed to keep their son warm burned up the wood too fast. Apparently, he had terrible chills and was shaking constantly on the verge of seizure. Well, they should have taken him to a hospital. The nearest hospital was a hundred miles away and they had no means of transportation. I told her I would help carry the wood back to their home. When I got in the home, the place was hotter than a sauna. It was like hell. They not only had a wood burning stove going, but they had built three fire pits just outside the doors of the home. I could barely see through the smoke his son lying on the mattress on the floor. I touched his forehead freezing cold and he was shaking. What the fuck was wrong with him? I asked his father. He was a short man in cowboy clothes with a bushy mustache and he said Narvis mordio." Yeah, and what the fuck is that? It all came back to me right then, Brendan. When I was studying with Messerschmitt he mentioned this as a possibility, this Narvis Murdillo. It's when someone with extraordinary light content doesn't do anything with it, and the light goes cold. It literally goes cold, and it kills the carrier.
2: So, how is this a warning to me?
5: You are on the verge of Narvis Murdillo. Come huh. on now. You have to use that light, son, or it's going to freeze you to death.
2: You mean I'm not using it now? I'm the world's most famous performance artist.
5: You aren't using it now. You have a platform to use it, but you aren't using it now.
2: So what are you saying? Then I'm going to freeze to
5: death? That's a real possibility at this juncture, yes.
2: Shade, fuck you. Why should I trust you?
5: Why should I believe a word you say? You have no good reason to. Shade,
2: I have to go. Luz Garcia is here. Hello.
0: Hello, Brendan. I'm Luz Garcia.
2: Of course, come in.
0: Do you need some privacy to get changed?
2: No, I'm, I'm, I'm most comfortable in this robe.
0: Okay. So how are you?
2: I just got some weird news. But I'll get over it. Drink?
0: I cannot drink.
5: I'm on the yub.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
5: So what was the weird news?
2: <laughs> that I'm on the verge of Narvis Murdio.
5: That sounds ominous.
2: I wouldn't worry about it too much.
0: Okay, I will not, but I want to ask you some questions if that's okay?
2: That is your job. But let me say this. You really destroyed me with that review of my first performance locked in.
4: Yes, well, you've completely overcome that disaster, have you not?
2: Yeah, that's true. So uh, what do you want to ask me?
0: How did you get into performance art in the first place?
2: Ah, that's a boring story. I'll tell you what would make this more interesting. Uh, It would help me open up and help you to open up as well. What? These. What are those? They're light pills. My friend Sam gave them to me. He says they help you remember past lives.
0: Wow. That's incredible.
2: I know. So what do you say?
0: (laughs) I'm not taking drugs with you in your apartment. I'm here to interview you.
2: I just thought we could have a little fun. How about it?
0: Don't touch me.
5: Come
2: on, Luz.
0: Your hands are freezing cold.
2: Bad circulation, I guess.
0: I think I need to leave.
2: Come on, Luz. How can you resist the biggest performance artist on earth? I'll manage. You aren't gonna write about this, are you?
0: Yes, I am. World's greatest performance artist tries to fuck art journalist. It's going to be a big headline. Please don't. There's something wrong with you, Brendan.
2: Yeah, I am feeling a little cold. Fuck you, then. I have other ways of warming up. Greenberg texted me the number of that. Escort service. God damn, I am feeling freezing cold. Fuck. I'm shaking.
1: Escort service, this is Betty.
2: Betty. Betty.
1: Um, yes? Who is
2: this? It's Brendan. Brendan. My god, I'm cold.
1: Would you like me to send over a girl to warm you up?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Do you have any uh, Mexican girls?
1: Uh, Mexican, yes. I have one that She's really hot. She's new. She's perfect. She'll be perfect for you.
2: New? Thank God. never been so cold, my God. Are you okay? No. No, I don't think so. I'm... Nervous Murdio. Good Christ, I'm Nervous Murdio.
1: Um... I don't think I can help you with that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know, I know, I know, Betty. I, I I, need to use... I need to use my light.
1: Brandon, use it then. But do you still want the
5: girl? Mm, no. I have... I have to go. verge of Narvis Maria or Neo.